Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new Ike Live. The show is brought to you by some amazing companies, including the presenting sponsor of Ike Live, Mystery Tackle Box MTB. It's like happiness right to your doorstep once a month. Mystery Tackle Box puts brand new lures, hot items in your hand once a month. Listen to me. Use the promo code IKELIVE. Get 30% off your first Elite Box or 50% off your first Pro Box. That's unbelievable. Also brought to you by Tin Cup Whiskey. God, I love whiskey. This is American-style whiskey cut with Rocky Mountain water. It's got a classic finish to it. I personally love the rye. It's got a little bit of a bold, spicy finish. You're going to love this stuff. Straight from the Rockies to your glass. Also brought to you by TH Marine, the maker of great marine products from everything from a John boat to a Biggie Smalls yacht. That's TH Marine. Go to thmarine.com. Use the promo code IKELIVE and get $10 off a $50 order or more. Unbelievable. Brought to you by Flambeau, the makers of the best tackle storage systems in the world, including the brand new Crank Bank and Blade Crate. Of course, every single Flambeau tackle storage system has Z-Rust incorporated to help keep your hooks rust-free. Go to FlambeauOutdoors.com, use the promo code IKELIVE, and get 20% off your entire order. That's unbelievable. Brought to you by Founders Beer. God, I love Founders. I'm such a beer guy, and I like all styles of beer. Founders makes them. I want you to go to foundersbrewing.com or even better yet, download the Founders app. And by doing that, you can find out what dealer or bar has Founders right near you. Also, they're going to keep you ahead of the curve on brand new beer releases. That's foundersbrewing.com. This show is brought to you by Liquid Mayhem. Scent matters. Listen to me. If you want to catch more fish, if you want to catch bigger fish, try some liquid mayhem. Put it on your favorite lure, and you're going to get bit. Go to liquidmayhem.com. Use the promo code IKELIVE. You ready for this? For 25% off your order of the best scent on the market, liquid mayhem. Also brought to you by Heshi Socks. That's right, Heshi socks. Who doesn't love a good, comfortable, well-fitting sock? And guess what? The Ike Live crew had a hand in this, and we've got specially designed Ike-style socks just for you. Cushioned foot and toe, stay-up technology, and they've got a technology built in there where they won't stink. This is unbelievable, okay? Great designs under $10 with the code IKELIVE at HESHIWEAR.com. Also, they have Ike Foundation design socks. All proceeds go to the Ike Foundation. Brought to you by Torquedo Motors, the leader in electric motor drives. If you're one of the guys like me, you have a tiny boat, you have a John boat, you live on an electric-only lake, Get a Torquedo if you want to be the fastest, most efficient boat on the water. Go to Torquedo.com. And last but not least, the Ike Live Show is brought to you by Hobie Kayaks. Hobie is the Cadillac of kayaks. And kayak fishing is changing the world. Easy access, easy to get into. I want you to go to Hobie.com to check out their large array of kayak products, including 
the one that I use, the Hobie 360. Um, listen to me. Prepare yourself. Get your popcorn. Get your Founders Beer and Tin Cup Whiskey. Get ready for a brand new Ike Live show coming up live right now. Come on. Let's watch. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new Ike Live. The show. Folks at home. Folks at home. How you doing tonight? I hope you're having a wonderful Thursday. I know we are. I want to welcome you to a brand new Ike Live show. This could be show 140. I don't know if that's a fact or not. I see. But I, that's probably factually incorrect. It's probably factually incorrect. But regardless, this is a lot of shows we've put on. I uh, want to intro the room real quick. we got a great one for you, by the way. But let me intro the room real quick. Sitting to my left, so glad to have him back in here, the co-host of the show. And you know him. He's the <laughs> crust of the show. Pete Klusik, the dean. I, I, you know, Pete. Thank you. I haven't heard that for too long. I know. I know. Well, I'm glad it's to have good. you back. I'm glad to have you back. It's good to be back. I mean, we roomed together this year. I want And I want to talk about that. that, that was so, Let's we, talk about we that. We haven't done that, that for years. That felt good. It did. That was yep. really nice to, yep. to be traveling again like that. It felt yep. good. Um, pushing buttons, making plays tonight, of course – We've got our uh, our two uh, uh, what, what would you call them? Two give give them playmakers. A playmakers in with us tonight. Brian Carpenter and Rizzo. How you doing, guys? Good. Rich is over there. <laughs> Riz has just like half head. Oh, there he goes. Here's his full head. See yeah. me, and, me and Brian. We got to we got to get real close. Get close. <laughs> All these cameras that we got. This I know. I know. Well, well, who who knows? This studio is crazy. Uh, guys, it's good good to good to be back for another Ike Live. We had a little hiatus. It's nice to be back. It feels good to be sitting here talking again. It feels good to ha have a hiatus. That's true. Hiatus yeah. is good. And I want to put it on you guys. We have a very special guest, friend of ours for a lot of years, but a very special guest new to a lot of people tonight with us tonight who do we have sitting oh. over here bring bring him over here yakey yake yeah come on in jake jake haas <laughs> jake haas in the house with us tonight and uh jake's going to be taking over some of the ike live responsibility jake first of all i want to welcome you thank you thank you uh we've known each other forever i've known you since you were a small boy you're not a small boy anymore but uh I'm I'm excited to uh, to have you and and very excited to work with you. Thank you, thank you. In yeah, this from capacity, the, from our first uh, winter league. Yeah, thousand thousand years ago. Yeah. Uh, so tell, tell Mike you're appreciative. Yeah. Well. Thank you, Mike. I'll you're welcome. It. You're welcome. Well, <laughs> shower, here's shower him with praise. Here's one thing though. Um, all of <laughs> our uh, coworkers here at Ike Live have some form of weird, strange nickname. So if you're watching tonight, first thing I want to do as you watch the show tonight, I want to task you with giving Jake a good nickname. we got to have one. And not the one I got from the Bass Nation. Not the one from not, Bass not Nation, but we need a good nickname for what you. What was that so one? Easter Egg. Easter Egg. I don't <laughs> like that one anyway. Easter Egg? Yeah. I got, I got on the stage behind uh, Mike Wolfenden, who's apparently uh, a regional qualifier many years times over. Yeah. And John Stewart said after that, uh, I was trying to think of a nickname all day for you. And all I come up with is Easter egg. And I kind of looked over and looked back and looked back over again and was like, well, my fish are Easter eggs today. You know, gave him the whole spiel like every person does on stage. <laughs> but, yeah, I got Easter egg. All right. I don't like Easter egg. We're going to get something better for you. We're going to get something better for you. Um, Pete, we got a good show. We got a good show. So uh, first segment, we're going to be talking with our friends at Mystery Tackle Box. Dude, they've been there from the beginning. Yes. Talk about from the beginning of the show. 140, 150 shows, whatever it is. Yeah. What an awesome partner all these years. And can't wait to get those guys on the phone. It's going to be a good segment. We we were uh, – Brian and I were talking about this, uh, talking to Ross early on when they were just getting warmed up. Oh, yeah. And they were so small. Yeah. And, and they've – expanded so greatly that's oh, great uh yeah. it's been wonderful and it's great product so much fun you know the kids at my house still wrestle over all the baits yeah you know, so it's, it's a lot of fun it's cool it's changing you know they've changed the way you get tackle the mm. way you are introduced to lures the way you are introduced to techniques they've changed the game a little bit and i like that the other thing i like about and i, I don't want to talk too much about it but they're getting a lot of new people involved in fishing and I am a big supporter of that. Uh, Those yeah. guys are doing such yeah. a great job, especially now with uh, all these new people fishing because of COVID and young people fishing, mm -hmm. doing a great job of getting them involved. So it's great. It's an awesome gift to give to somebody, you know, that, it is a that great has gift. any kind of interest in it. It's it's yeah. really good. It's a great gift. And we're, and we're going to be talking with these guys a little later. 
Then in the second segment, and this is, I, I, I don't know if I'm nervous or excited, but we have mystery, mystery. guest or guests or guestesses. coming on. Pete, That's do you right. know who they are? I might know. You might know. On. So I everyone know. knows, apparently, except me. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, that's always exciting, so I have no idea. Surprise guest coming in the second segment. And then, Brian DeCarpenter, in the yeah. last segment, we will be making a big announcement tonight. And I'm excited about that. Just to let everybody know, Brian, <laughs> we're not playing any games tonight. We don't have the we don't have the boop thing or anything that like that or static. Best. That was the best. Oh gosh, that was a, that was hey, a. You know, and and me and you are the only two that think that. <laughs> but everyone else hated it. All the hate, but it was great. Yeah. When, when that cut and it and it timed perfect. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing with this. So yeah. I timed nothing right. Oh yeah. And the timing was perfect, and it cut and it worked. Shut the show off. Me and you ran. I ran out of producer box. We did like <laughs> yeah. a flying chest bump. High five. Hell doing yeah. shots. Like, yes. And then here comes the hate. And oh, 20 yeah. minutes ago, <laughs> we start reading the comments. Un- unfollowed. <laughs> I watched my Facebook number go down like 10,000 followers. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just <laughs> <laughs> Your phone's like a smoking. Tape. Ding, ding, oh, yeah. Ding. Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. Ding. Jacob Wheeler doing his dumb ding thing. <laughs> well, it was I, great. I kind of feel like you're doing that. You're on your road to the same thing right now. You just said you're going to make an announcement. I'm going to make an announcement. Everybody thinks that you're going to make well, I'm going the to big make, announcement. Well, let me let me let me tell you this. And and if if you're waiting Major. for something that is bigger than big, you might get it. But it is a big announcement. It is a okay. big announcement. I I don't want to say what it is, but we will not cut people off tonight. We're actually going to make that announcement in the third segment. So I'm excited about that. Announcement about what? Uh, I don't want to talk. I don't want to well, talk. I mean, about we it. haven't even touched upon the fact that you. Uh, well, you qualified for some things. Yeah, it is an announcement about uh, something that things happening in the business and my life. Yes. So that's a good, good little, uh, little foreshadowing. What we're going to talk about. Nice uh, Double qualified. Yeah. actually, Bry. Might oh. be triple. Oh. Could be. Oh. oh. Real quick, before we get into some of that stuff, I want to remind everybody, Riz, we're still doing this thing. This oh yeah. Thing, aren't we? Okay. Yep. Listen, if you're Heavy watching, bag. if you're watching over on Facebook. All they have to do, Pete, is like and share the feed, right? Like and share the feed. You're going to be entered a chance to win that. This is the world-famous Ike Life gift bag. We'd call it 2021. What would you call it? High call it, Pete. Give it a high call. Uh, man, a high call? Yeah. Like an Ike and Ellie scale Yeah, high call. call. Give it a uh, high call. Ike and Ellie scale, 22.6 pounds. 22.6 pounds <laughs> of Ike Life products in 22. there. 22.6. Like and share the feed. You're going to be entered in a chance to win that. And Riz, do me a favor. Remind everybody. Dude, we we want to hear from these people, right? Yep. What's that, the deal? That's right, guys. We got the uh, we got the Ike Live message board up and alive. We want to hear yes. from you. Get the content coming yes. in. If you're watching on Facebook, feed us some comments over there too. And guys, don't forget also we got a uh, an Empire cover giveaway Ooh. that we're going to be announcing Ooh. at the end of the show as well. Ooh. And it's not too late. If you haven't seen that post, get over there, comment, tag some friends, and you'll be entered in to win an awesome Empire cover that kept my boat dry all day today through torrential rain. Torrential downpours. Torrential. Right? Yeah, Empire covers are awesome. Uh, they make a cover for anything that you've got, dude. John boat, kayak, full-size Legit. bass boat. The next, the next hurricane's coming. Get your cover <laughs> yes. on the boat. Get your cover. <laughs> uh, also want to remind everybody, Brian the Carpenter, we've got a beer of the night tonight, and I am thoroughly Ooh. enjoying this one. This one happens to be a new one for me, too, Pete. Yes. This is Founders Scarlet Dawn IPA. Not right. used to seeing Founders in a red can like that. No. That's a little strange. Yeah. What a great IPA! I got I got to say this is tasty. I'm liking so this. So it's along the lines of you know they're 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 like they're all day. It's a session IPA. Yep. High drinkability and red uh, session red is what they're calling it. So it's got yeah. some got some of that malt. Oh, you know what man, I, mean? I like it. Hmm. <laughs> That's delicious. Oh, jeez, it's tasty. <laughs> Did you hear all that? That's oh, great. Uh, I'm gonna hear it in my sleep tonight. I uh, know. Uh, let me also before we start the show, want to thank our uh, military uh, men and women, active veterans. Thank you guys for what you do. It's a crazy world. Our policemen, our firemen, our EMT, our doctors. Thank you guys. Still, still crazy. This this world's crazy, Pete. Would hope it get back to normal sooner or later, but it's not happening. Uh, I I do want to pick up the conversation real quick where we did get to travel again this year a little bit. That was so awesome. That was between. Cool. The, uh, some of the Toyota series and the Opens. Right. We got to spend some time oh, together. That's right. I it forgot. Nice. We did the Toyota. Yeah, too. it was yeah. nice. It reminded me of old times. Yep. yep. All these years later, is, is, does it feel the same? Is there things that have changed? Does it feel like old times? Uh, you know, it, it felt like uh, things have changed a little bit because the the pl- uh, let's be honest, the places that we stayed at 
were a little bit higher than nicer, a little bit nicer than way nicer than we used to yes. stay at. Yes. you know, yeah, and that was that was kind of cool. Yeah, um, and uh, McGraw was with us. It was nice to have John Opens, McGraw have with one us? of our buddies yeah. with us. Uh, but it was, uh, you know, it's just it, it kind of felt like you were just getting right back into it, like right pick up right where we left off. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which was cool. All of us waiting for you to get in off the lake because you were t- you're fishing until midnight. And, yeah, uh, you know, just uh, it's really cool to have those high level conversations. Yeah, about fishing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and um, and I, I miss that that part of it. Uh, but it just it just felt like seamless. Like I'm thinking about Thousand Islands, man. Just parking. We all knew. We all know oh, how yeah. to do this thing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? We've been doing it so long, making I it know. easy on each yeah. other and uh, yeah. hanging around, having dinners uh, was really cool. And, uh, you know, it was fun. It's very cool. It yeah. it, it gave me um, a level of uh, confidence, you know, just in the situation where I'm rooming with people I know, mm-hmm. my friends, my buddies. You know, that I feel like I fished better in those three opens and, and the Toyota series because I had that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I, I don't know that I would have performed as well if I was by myself, stressed out. And, you know, you got to come back. You got to talk to your buddies. You got to have dinner. Mm-hmm. Even if it was just cold pizza, you got to. You're in a comfortable environment. Comfortable environment. You know what I mean? Like, you're, yeah. you can you can kind of let your guard down. You don't got to worry about, like, am I leaking bad info in front of somebody that, like, I don't really know. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure you guys talking to each other, you're you're comparing notes, bouncing yeah. ideas oh, yeah. off each other. That's. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, and, th- yeah, Thousand Islands was a big one because I had a lot of – I felt like a lot of pressure in that one to have a good event. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, we really flushed out a lot of some of my decisions. I, I was influenced so, by you guys, and I appreciate that. It was a know? monumental decision it was that tough, you had to make. Tough decision. My God, yes. It, yeah. I mean, you were stra- – you were – it was weighing on you all oh, night. Oh yeah, I couldn't sleep that I, night. I I could imagine. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know? I I'll never forget the morning, Riz. The morning of, no. we're lot we're the, we're getting ready for takeoff. <laughs> My number is about to be called, and Mike's coming over. Which way should I go? Yeah, left know? or right? <laughs> left or right? <laughs> go left or right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was, you know, that was awesome. Yeah. And, and you made that decision coming out of the checkout, man. Yeah, I made And it, it was the right call. I made it. Gone out of the <laughs> checkout. Like, yep. literally had not made up my mind until they called my number. Yeah. And, you know, that's a that's a tough thing because, uh, you know, Brian, you've dr- I think you've drawn some guys before that, you know, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> and I hate that because I like structure and I like plan. But I really didn't know. And they called my number and I went out there and I'm like, left to right, left to right, left to right. And it was just there were more things on the right that made sense than the left. Yep. And that's ultimately what made me make that decision and turn right. You and, know? and it was and, a good decision. And, you know, because we were talking about it and you were, you know, my call was go right. You know, that was my call for you. Yeah. But here's my secret. I knew whichever call I said yeah. you were going to make the cut. <laughs> yeah. like, I, that was that was. Well, the, thank you for that, that was, vote of confidence. Well, thank it was, you. was because I knew if you went to the lake, you you were gonna you were gonna be able to get around them out there because I had been out. That's where I was going. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I knew that they were there, and it just was the amount of, you would get twenty there, you're in. Yeah. So if you go and if you go if you landed on them, you could get twenty five. Right. You know. Yeah. So I I felt like either way you went. You were in, yeah. You know, but yeah. I, but I could just read it in your mannerisms and the way you were feeling and thinking and talking about stuff. You had that area wired, and you had that super long day. Yeah, super I, long yeah, day. That was, was the right. It call. was it was safe. What and, time were you guys getting sent out for those days where you're checking in at seven thirty p.m. <laughs> you know, in the in the, in the opens, <laughs> it seems like seven. Yeah, in the opens, awesome. it was pretty much safe light, but yeah. but they had so many flights that that's why you saw those late, uh, you know, late weigh-ins. You I know? mean, that's yeah. a, what are you getting a eleven-hour tournament day? Yeah, just I mean, yeah. damn about. Yeah, that's well, awesome. It's yeah. half as long as our practice days. Yeah, well, they do it differently. Like the BFLs are, are the MLF style. They, uh, you go through boat check. And then everybody gets in line and your number gets called. So the numbers get called really fast. So 200 boats can literally be discharged in about 20 minutes. That's about all it takes right. on the BF. Now, the Bassmasters do it differently. You go through boat check and live well check as your number's getting called. So it can take huh. all, for 200 boat right. field. You can be boat 200 
and you're an hour late. Right. You're an hour behind. It takes a lot everybody. longer. So you yeah. lose a little time in the morning. Yeah. But you get that. I still in the feel afternoon. like you're getting a longer day though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I like it. You had the per- to me. That's the perfect draw. And I don't care which day it is, but one day you're in first flight, and the next day you're in last flight. Right. That's my perfect scenario. Because instead of being in the middle, what instead of being in the middle, yeah. if you're in the middle, you get these average days. You never get to get to a spot first, right. and you never get to get a long right. day. Right. What's you your know? What's your preference? Uh, on when to get first flight? Yeah. Like, would you, you would you rather be first flight or last flight? Either on day one, I I, I prefer. E- I just want that draw. Right. Yeah. I either want to be first or last because gotcha. I I know I'm going to get my shot. You yeah. know, that's me. First yeah. or last? Yeah. yeah. Mostly first or last. last. <laughs> um. But I, I tell you, it was nice fishing with you again, traveling with you. It felt really comfortable. And, and the Northern Opens and the Northern uh, Toyota Series this year were places we fished for a lot of years. So that yeah. was nice, too. You it know? was. Yeah. And I want to put you on the spot, Pete, and, and say that you dominated the BFLs this year. Oh, One thank you. AOI. Yeah, Congratulations. Good job, man. Great Thanks. season. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Very dominating, dominating yeah. win. It, 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 it was nice to watch it from afar. So that, good that, job. That's really cool. A lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And you know what else? We might fish together again. What do you mean? I didn't realize this, but the winner, I guess it's a long shot, but the winner of the BFL regional yeah. also qualifies for the Toyota championship. Oh, I, I, I wouldn't call it that long of a shot at all. <laughs> no, that I, might happen. Well, well, when is your regional? Calling that about a 12 foot o- putt. That's October, on the Potomac, right? October 14th. Oh, fishing yeah. should be good by then. I'm thinking. Should yeah. Be a lot better than it, what we had. It should be. It should be different. You yeah. know, I think it's going to be a lot different. Should be a lot different. Yeah. So I, I didn't, I didn't realize that. So yeah, we might see each other again. But you know wow. what? I, I just want to comment about, like, as we, as we've been doing this such a long time, and you travel by yourself, and you're doing these tournaments. There's so much pressure. What a treat it is to be around with people you like being around. Oh yeah, that's nice. You it's know, nice. Yeah, it's so cool. And you know, you were there, and uh, and Tim was there, who's new to to our group, but he's fishing yeah. with me in the BFLs. Going to give a shout out to Tim. Uh, he's been great. And Brooks Parker, who's, um, you know, good friend of mine and him and his father, Derek and, you know, and McGraw. Yeah. One of our buddies forever, your buddy oh, forever. Yeah. And yeah, it was great travel yeah. with John. Yeah, yeah. It's just really cool to, to have that group of just really positive people. And, uh, Brian Schmidt to do a little name dropping. Yeah. He stayed with us. Uh, he stayed with us a little while yeah. uh, or, or at the one tournament at Oneida. Uh, just really cool to be around people that you enjoy being around. Really makes that experience uh, when you're doing bad, when things are struggling. It's, it's good to have yeah. that. You know, felt good, felt good. Mm. Um, I I am really really excited that I have two derbies left, Pete. And you know, this year fishing the opens, fishing the Northern Toyota Series, I had a higher goal of qualifying to fish the tours for each one, right? And mm. and. By default, what that does, dude, is it makes you fish a little safer, right? I, and I did. You, you saw that throughout yeah. the year, you know, and you fish a little safer. But in these last two, dude, I'm so happy to take off that safety net, and I'm literally going to fish to win these next two. Like, yeah. I know that sounds stupid, but it's going to be a different feeling for me. So I have the U.S. Open next week, uh, or actually about two weeks away, uh, over on Lake Mead. Um, never fish Lake Mead. It's going to be in Nevada. You're, you're doing the U.S. I'm Open? I'm fishing the U.S. Open in two Get weeks. Get out of here. Yes, very excited. I didn't know that. Never fished it. I'm going for the win. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the end of October, I've got the Toyota Series. Hopefully, I'll see you there. And yeah. same thing. You know, that one's on Pickwick. Mm-hmm. And, man, I'm going to fish a little different. I'm going to fish for, you know, big fish, winning fish, yeah. not worry about yep. you know, points. pounds and yeah. points and all that stuff. You know, yeah. so I'm excited to sort of take that off and, and fish a little different. I got, I got to say, you know, in, in, in the last several years, that is how I fished the opens and the BFLs and everything. Yeah. Because the points, you know, um, it, it seems like this direction, I want to, I'm trying to get to the classic. Yeah. And that's my course of action. So I'd go out to every time to win. Try to win. And not worry about yep. bomb and not worry about right. having that disaster because, uh, that's not my goal, right. right? My objective is to try to get into that winner. Winning your end, get in the class, winning your end, yeah. and it it it's a it's fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. It is. It's like you can swing. You're like, oh, yeah. this is not working. 
I, I'm going for another winning pattern today. I'm switching right now. Yeah. And I'm moving and I'm changing. Yeah. Because I don't have to get a bite. I don't have to get a limit. Right. It doesn't matter. I, yeah. You know, I can I can fish free like that. Yeah. It's going to be fun. But what's what's up with You were supposed to tell me when you were going to do the U.S. Open because I was going to try to do it with I you. I know. Well, it, it, it was a last-minute thing. Uh, yeah. uh, Bass Cat really wanted me out there for a lot of years. Yeah. Speaking of announcement, Bass Cat is making a big announcement. Uh, the day after the U.S. Open, Ooh. they wanted me there for it. They were going to bring me in anyway, so I'm like, go you fish. Know what? I'm going to yeah. go fish. The other thing, yeah. let me mention this because Becky will be up here in a second, but we renew our vows every year. So this year, right ahead of that tournament, we're going to renew our vows in Las Vegas, right. nice. where you met. Yes, where, where we met. Yeah. We're going to have. Uh, we're getting dressed up, and we have an Elvis impersonator <laughs> marrying us under the Las Vegas sign. <laughs> at sunset. So I'm excited about that. And we're going to have about three or four days out there uh, awesome. hanging out with the family. So it's going to yeah. be fun. But uh, let's let's keep going because I think we've got uh, we've got some friends coming on here in a second. And I cannot wait to get the guys uh, from MTB on here with us. Who do we have on with us tonight, Brian? I don't even know. Do we have Ross with us? And who we've else? We've got Ross. We just got Ross. Just okay. The president. You don't need oh, well, anybody I, else. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I love Ross. We got so the man I'm glad though. we have Ross on. <laughs> yeah. uh, so joining us right now, back on our show, on Ike Live, the one and only Ross Gordon joining us on the show tonight. Ross, what's up, bro? What's up, What's up, Mike? What's up, Pete? I'm the only one you need, guys. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We don't need any other MTB riffraff except you. You're the only one we need. That's it. Uh, I, I want to get right to it. We talked a little bit about it right at the top of the show. Dude, I am so proud of you guys. Uh, you know, it's I, I have here in my notes it's 10 years, but, um, man, you've, you guys have done so much in such a short period of time. First of all, g give me motivation because we all have things we want to do. We all have little side hustles and businesses. There's people watching tonight that are trying to get a foothold in the fishing industry. How do they? How do have you guys done this? This is amazing to me. You've grown a business. You've changed the sport. You're getting new people involved. How has all that happened in such a short period of time? Yeah, at first it's it, it's been crazy. Like I still pinch myself. I was talking to Brian today. We were catching up, and I was like, "Dude, I can't believe ten years ago, yeah. you know, I started this thing in my garage, just as an idea." The first three or four people I told the idea to, they're like, "Man, that's the worst idea." Like, <laughs> <laughs> who wants to get random fishing lures? And you know, it's it's been crazy. But you know, to see where we've come, where we are just about to hire our hundredth employee, which is wow. Holy crap. Wow. Um, Huge. You know, with, with, yeah. So we, with uh, Carl's and Ketchco and all the stuff we have going on, like it's been wild. And I think for me, it's just always been a matter of just keep pushing ourselves, keep pushing myself. I, I was a kid who like never did well in school. I got terrible college. grades all throughout school, never did well in college. I, I've, you know, had ADD since I was a kid. I could never sit still, but part of that has just fueled me to just keep trying new things and always get bored of stuff really quickly and always asking yeah. myself what's next. And, and still we're, we still have a bunch of stuff I'm super excited about in the works that, that we're working on. And, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's been crazy. Wow. It's uh, what a success story in, in the fishing industry, Pete. I know over the years uh, since the sixties or seventies, there's been a lot of success stories, mm -hmm. but I can't think of one as successful in such a short period of time as MTB. Is that crazy or what? It, it's it's amazing because I know I met Ross, uh, man, must have been shortly after you got started. Uh, I ICAST, mean, I think, yeah. I think it was at ICAST. And, um, you know, we were we were getting involved with Bass University and, and the subscription business model, and you guys were a little bit ahead of us. And I, I, had, I had tons of questions for you. And, uh, you know, it, it was just amazing to see how fast – and uh, how you guys flourished so much, and they're doing so so amazing with it. Uh, it it's really cool to see. And I know um, we still fight. You know, my son comes in now, my son's friends. We still fight over who gets the cool crankbaits <laughs> in our mystery <laughs> tackle box. <laughs> love it, love it. That's yeah, awesome. We, 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 we do a good job of bringing families together and then tearing them apart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing I'm super proud of, and I, I do want to put you on the spot on this one, Ross, is you guys have supported this modest podcast from day one. And, and round of applause real quick. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, 
and I think one of the keys to our relationship has been we have some similar, very similar things going on. The one is we're both kind of oddballs in the fishing industry, which which I like, right? Being different, having a different product, appealing to a slightly different audience is not a bad thing, right? Would you agree with that, Ross? Absolutely. We, in fact, we have a in our office in our headquarters. We have a cutout of Carl. He's holding a poster, and it says "Do not conform." And that's something I'm always <laughs> right telling yeah. telling the whole company is like, you know, there's a cookie cutter way to do things, and that's cool, and you can be super successful doing that. But that's boring to me. Yeah. And you know, you've carved out a niche with your um, persona in the sport, and you've brought so many new people into fishing. And I think that's how we've tried to approach it as well. And that's. Like you said, I think that's what's just made this a great partnership for so long. Yeah, it has. And the other one that's real obvious is you guys are really instrumental uh, in getting new people fishing, right? And getting new adults, new seniors, but especially new youth and new kids involved in fishing. And, I, man, that's such an important thing. You know, was that always part of the plan? for MTB from the beginning or, or did it happen by default because of the product you offer? How did, how did that come about? Yeah, honestly, I think it happened as the nature of the, the product and sort of how I got into fishing. So I grew up in Minnesota. I, I love fishing since I was a little kid, but I didn't get into bass fishing until I was in my mid twenties. I, that's when I like kind of switch flipped and I, you know, got my first bait caster and all that. But because I came into bass fishing so much later than everyone else, um, you know, around me, it was, um, everything was like confusing and overwhelming. And I've always approached, you know, the whole sport from that, from that lens is like, this sport is very hard to learn. It's very intimidating. It's very overwhelming. Let's simplify. Let's make things more fun. Let's make them approachable. And what better way to get kids into fishing than having fun, making things easier, simplifying it. And that's just been a part of our brand and it's been awesome. And, and we're always trying to think of new ways. How do we bring more people into the category? Yeah, it, it's it's been amazing to watch it. And, you know, Beck, we've talked about this in other shows, but I want to bring it up again with Ross on the line here, which is COVID has changed the world, right? There's a lot of negative things that have happened out of COVID. But one of the positives is a lot more people fishing, a lot more people engaged in the sport. Surely, Ross, you guys have seen an increase uh, with, with new participants, new subscribers to MTB. All that has has come with COVID. It's 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 a good thing, you know. When you look at what's happened to the world, I'm so glad there's more people fishing. There's more people subscribing. You know, it's a good thing. Absolutely, silver silver lining through a tough time for everyone. Yeah. But you know, we've seen record numbers of fishing license sales the past year and a half. People who have already been fishing are participating more than they have. Uh, it's not always fun on the supply chain side. You know, right. you, you read about yeah. stuff in the news with shipping times and all, you know, all that stuff is very real and it can be stressful. But it's been it's been great for the sport. And hopefully we can all build on this momentum and keep as many people engaged for as long as possible. Yeah, it's so true. Uh, Beck, you've been a subscriber to Mystery Tackle Box type products in your life. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, the boxes actually do come in my name, yeah, which yeah. makes me feel special. Yeah, and you get the MTBs in your butt. But, but what's interesting is you've engaged in this kind of product before in your life with, through other things, right? Through jewelry, through cosmetics, through fashion. Is that true? It's true. It is true. And, and it's just as good in the fishing world. It is. It's fun to get that box. It is fun. It is fun. Pete, Pete belongs to the Kabasi of the Month Club. He does. <laughs> he does. That's right. It's an important <laughs> subscription. <laughs> Kilbasa is a great thing to have. You know, it's a it's a great thing to have. I do want to request Ross, though. Uh, I know we talked about uh, you know how we wrestle for the lures, but is it possible, or maybe you can offer this as an option for those people like me that have trouble getting to their mystery tackle box that comes to their house? Is there brown? Box, brown, brown paper, paper bag, incognito, yeah, mystery tackle box, anonymous. Yeah, we have to work on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a real problem. <laughs> yeah, just make like a box you can tick on your subscription. That would be helpful. Like I'd appreciate the, that. It's like the mystery mystery. <laughs> I like it. Right, box. the mystery mystery, <laughs> the mystery <laughs> mystery of a mystery. Right, and you can hide it from your significant other if that's a problem too. That, See, it is for some people. This could be big. I know. Uh, <laughs> Ross, I want to change direction a little bit and talk about how 
content has changed the fishing world. And you guys have been so good at it. Um, a lot of your partners in the digital world have been good at it. We've been okay at it, you know, through Bash University and Ike Live. And, you know, we've tried to stay ahead of the curve with content. But I want to get your viewpoint on it's sort of a controversial topic in the fishing world. And you have a lot of old school uh, thinkers that do not agree with these young content creators and, you know, how the fishing world is changing and going to digital content and YouTube. And you have some resentment from people. You, you know, that to me is, is horseshit because yeah. I see how new people are getting involved in the sport because of it. But what's your stance on it? How, how, do, you, how do you feel about the, the controversy behind this, this content creation? Yeah, it's a good question. So I started my career in advertising. I was a writer at an advertising agency called Leo Burnett, and I was on their digital team. And early on, like when YouTube was just becoming a thing back in like the early 2000s, there was a saying that everyone in the, in the company would say is like, content is king. Yeah. And they would always talk about how content is going to be the next, you know, mover of eyeballs. If you can create amazing content and you keep people engaged, you can sell products, you can teach people things. And so I've always been a believer in content since I first, you know, got out of college and started working. And with um, Mystery Tackle Box, you know, I learned to fish when I told you I was getting into bass fishing in my 20s. I was watching John B videos when he was a 13-year-old kid on YouTube. There was literally nobody else yeah. making fishing tips videos and my wife would walk in and see me watching this 13 year old kid she'd be like what the hell are you watching <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like you know it's all there was but from that early on like i realized like this is going to change the way people learn yeah this is going to change the way people engage with things and so from the very early days of mystery tackle box before any you know youtubers blew up and before there was like a Guggen squad and all that stuff yeah it was super important for us to, to get our products on youtube in front of people because that was just how I learned and I knew that that was going to be something. And so I, you know, I understand why it scares people and yeah. why they're intimidated by it, especially if they don't understand it and they don't know how to do it correctly. Of course, you're, you're not going to be supportive of it, but it's just the, it's the future. There's no way around it and platforms are going to evolve. And, you know, TikTok is obviously a new platform that wasn't even around three or four years ago. And yep. now that's a huge thing. So it, it's just going to keep changing and the companies uh, and the influencers and the personalities who can figure that out. And, and find ways to engage with new people are going to be the ones that win. And it's, it's just that simple in my opinion. Yeah. I, he hit it right on the head and, and Ross, you just said new people. And I think that's really, really important. Um, we're, we're Ross, we were coming off a conversation uh, last week. I won't say any names, but very old thinker, you know, in terms of the only thing that matters is pro tournament fishing, right? You know, fishing, the BPT, fishing the elites, you know, uh, you know, a logo on your jersey and fishing that tournament are the only thing that matters. And, you know, our argument was that's such a small window, right? That's such a small window of people that follow. That are interested in fishing. Right, that follow hardcore yeah. tournament fishing. But, you know, with content and with engaging new people, dude, that pool is so much bigger. And you guys are doing such a good job of that. And I think, you know, that to me is where this content creation, staying ahead of the curve, reaching new people, that's how you grow something. That's how you get to new people and make something bigger, you know. And you guys are doing a great job at it. Hats off to you guys. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's funny because you talk about the tournament anglers and, you know, someone thinking that that's the only way to go. For the first eight or nine years, you know, most, not the first eight or nine, probably the first six or seven years of the company, I sp we specifically didn't sponsor a single tournament angler, let right. alone, you know, multiple. The, the podcast and stuff like that was super cool because it was content. But in terms of finding someone and sticking a logo on their jersey and hoping right. they win a tournament and sort of playing that lottery, like that just wasn't in our house. We were, you know, going to put all of our advertising budget into digital, social media, yeah. influencers, all that stuff. And now you're seeing those worlds collide, you know, such, you know, yourself. You got guys like Brian Latimer who are creating amazing content on yep. their YouTube channels. Uh, you know, industry vets like Scott Martin now have successful YouTube channels. So it's it's cool to see how some people have started to to get it and they're understanding how to create content in these mediums. And it's it's great for the sport. 
and uh, it's great for everyone involved. It is awesome to watch it. I am not afraid of change. I like change. Uh, you're watching a brand-new Ike Live show tonight. Uh, we've got our good friend, of course, uh, president of MTB, Ross Gordon, with us tonight. Rizzo, I know you got some questions coming through uh, on the IM. What, what do we got? We got some for Ross. What do we got coming through? Yeah, our guys are actually kind of bringing it tonight. And oh, it's, it's wow. The, it's the usual suspects, but I'm surprised by Wawa uh, Hoagie Lady yeah. is on tonight? He's, he's on here. We, oh. got, uh, we got Buck Stronghold, Anthony Geis, The Wolf. Uh, uh, Mike Shanker's alter ego. Ooh, wow. <laughs> all, all kinds of good ones. Shanks. But I thought what Shanker up? was an alter ego. Oh. Yeah. Well, double, 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 entendre. Double down. Um, but I'm impressed by the questions here. It's uh, it's 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 kind of blown me away. Anthony Geis wants to know Ross, as an entrepreneur myself and running my own business, what did you find most helpful to getting your business to the next level? Any specific types of resources, like a business planner or possible legal entities? Oh. Wow. Wow, dynamic. Uh, wow. Very dynamic. Yeah, that, was that, that was Geis. Anthony Geis. Wow, dude. Anthony Geis. Uh, that might to, be the smartest uh, question. That might be. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Geis. Just, Anthony. Wait till the next one. Write yeah. yeah. right that note on that. Anthony wins something. We'll give him a pen or something. I don't know. We'll give him something. Just MTV see. box. Yeah. MTV yeah. box, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we just elevated the Ike Live podcast. Forbes, what up? I would... I would just say, you know, a quick answer on that is like hiring super smart people. Just when I started hiring people who were good at all the crap that I was not good at operations, finance, accounting, like I, I'm a creative by background. I'm good at writing. I'm good at content creation, social media. But when I hired my first, you know, COO to like figure out how to optimize the supply chain and find a fulfillment center, like it's really hard to do what we do at the scale that we do it at. You know, we've shipped over i think since we started the company over eight million boxes we've wow. sent out since we started wow it's 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 harder than anyone thinks and there's been you know dozens of companies who've tried to do subscription and most of them have failed because it's actually super hard and if i didn't have the super smart people around me to to figure out all the stuff i wasn't good at like there's no way we'd be here so yeah. that's my number one advice just hire smarter people than you are right yeah. on good piece of advice heard, i've heard that before from uh from higher ups great advice yeah Riz, what that's else we got? We got me. more. Uh, we got more. Yeah, uh, that's why we hired Brian the Carpenter. And uh, the Wolf of Ike Live wants to know, uh, Ross, did you go out and look for investors or did you choose to grow your business organically? And if you did look for investors, where did you start? Wow. Man, we, are people trying to steal like, we got, I don't, MTV? Yeah. I don't know. We, we have a lot of hot entrepreneurs on yeah. tonight watching. Apparently. This is crazy. <laughs> Wow. Your, your podcast is going to fly up the tech charts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, um, yeah. So uh, I, I ran the, for the first three years, we didn't raise any investor money. I, you know, I, me and one of my co-founders, we put in a little bit of money ourselves just to get it off the ground. And then we just ran things as tightly as possible, like maxed out my credit cards, didn't sleep a lot, almost ran out of money like five or six times along the way. And at some point when we knew we had something that was growing, I think it was around 2015, we had hit like 15,000 subscribers and um, we're doing a couple million dollars a year in revenue. I was like, holy crap, this thing is like a real company. And, the, you know, we had six employees and the wheels were like about to fall off. We just couldn't keep up with anything. And, um, you know, through my network, I just started to talk to people in the Chicago area, which is where, where I'm from and where the company's based. And we just got connected with some investors who knew like subscription business models and tech. And so we raised a million dollars back in 2015 that took us to about 50,000 subscribers or so on mystery tackle box. So that gave us like a pretty big boost. And we started to hire, that's when I started to hire like the really smart people around me and yeah. start to scale the business. And then um, we raised a little bit more money in 2017. We raised four and a half million dollars. Um, and that's when we started Catchco. So that's when I was like, okay, I think there's something bigger here than mystery tackle box. We want to go into e-commerce, you know, do a bunch of stuff. Um, and so, you know, it sort of was just a progression of like asking myself, well, what, are, what other opportunities could be captured if we have more money? And then finding the right investors who understood what we're doing. And, and we just raised $38 million, um, I want to say in April of this year from a, a, a BC group called True Ventures. So they're the first investors in Peloton, Ring Doorbell, um, wow. Sweet Green, which is like, they're, they're like legit. West and one of their partners is a huge fly fisherman and big outdoorsman and, and they just sort of believed in what we're doing. And so it's uh it's just been a crazy evolution. Hopefully I don't know if that answers the question. I went on a little bit of a tangent there, but 
Wow. Yeah. I can I can see people are listening, writing things down. We're we're gonna see mystery plumbing supply <laughs> coming out. Yeah, Bob Sully. Yeah. Mystery carpentry yeah. box. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> if you decide to get into fashion, just call me. Yeah. Beck Beck can, <laughs> Beck can definitely help you. Uh you hit it on the head though, and I, I want you to talk a little bit more about that. Is you guys have done a really good job of continuing to elevate and right, not not being stagnant, right? And you guys are constantly adding new stuff. Talk a little bit about that. Like, like Catchco, I know you guys have Bass Mobile uh, launching. Talk a little bit about, you know, trying to stay ahead of the curve and trying new stuff. Where does that come from? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. I think some of it just comes from my ADD. I just can't sit still. And, like, I get bored of doing the same thing for too long, and I have to do something new. And, and um, you know, back before I started – mystery tackle box i started a company called craft jack and it was like a internet marketing service for home improvement contractors brian you may have heard of a company called home advisor but it was something similar to that and i sold that company early on and that's when i started mystery tackle box but everyone all my friends are always like oh you're gonna be the guy who comes up with like a new business idea every year and then once i got into fishing which is something i'm passionate about I like never wanted to go do anything else. So in order to stay interested, I just had to keep like yeah. doing new things within fishing. And so I started um, Biospawn, which is a soft bait company. Started that back in 2013 with a friend of mine and sort of started to understand the process for designing lures. And so, you know, fast forward to 2017 when we were growing mystery tackle box and I was thinking about catch I sort of already knew how to do soft bait design and we pulled Biospawn into the catch umbrella and then, um, you know, we wanted to do e-commerce and we're like, well, mystery tackle box probably isn't the right brand to do e-commerce under because it's going to be confusing for people. So, well, let's take Carl, who was sort of the, the spokesperson for mystery tackle box and use him to create Carl's Bane tackle. And so we've just sort of strategically tried to ask ourselves, like, what can we build on? But when I take a step back and it's like, well, what are we doing at Catchco? I tell people we're trying to build the ecosystem for the modern angler. Let's create amazing products, amazing content and amazing shopping experiences and just try to do that for modern anglers in the best way we know how. And that sort of guides the things that we do or the things that we don't do uh, under the Catch Co. umbrella. Wow, that's awesome. I, I think, uh, Pete, that's something to aspire to, even for a lot of the businesses we have, right, to, to continue to elevate, to keep thinking. I think sometimes yeah. you get too stagnant, right? You know, things yeah. are working. Ah, oh, yeah. this is cool. And you just kind of stay on your laurels. But constantly elevating it's it's Leave pretty the important senko for another 15 seconds. right just keep throwing the senko the black senko everywhere another 15 seconds i'm just saying Dude, it's another 15 seconds. never stop throwing that bait but <laughs> <laughs> biospawn has one i'm sure ross <laughs> but, absolutely but what, what's this uh, what's the bass mobile uh what what is this project that you have going on yeah so the bass bass mobile is actually something we just launched um i want to say right around icast right after icast but we basically took an rv and we retrofitted it with like a giant bass around it and kind of spray painted and graffitied the thing with all of our logos and you know fishing stuff and we're basically going around the country doing in-person you know fishing activation events at like state fairs concerts different events and it's a great way like another great way to get kids and families into fishing and so hell yeah um, yeah yeah, if you go to BassMobile.com, you can see all the stops and everywhere we're going. But it's sort of our first in-person, cross-country, experiential road trip, you know, wow. with fishing. That's Very awesome. Cool. It's like the Oscar Mayer Wiener uh, hot dog. <laughs> exactly. Truck, exactly. Which I see occasionally in my travels, and I love it. You mentioned um, your spokesperson, Carl, uh, Carl Von Dibble. And I, I got to tell you. One of the best things that ever happened in my entire life. <laughs> I would put it up there with meeting Becky. I would put it up there with winning the Classic and winning AOI. <laughs> I would put it up there with the birth of all my children. Brian the Carpenter, sixth grade. I would put it up there, yes, with Brian <laughs> the Carpenter. Um, was when your KVD met the real yeah. KVD <laughs> at the Bassmaster Classic. I got I mean, I gotta say oh, back that was one of the best things i've ever seen in my entire life great. ross so would you cool. agree with that oh my god it's top five for me too. That, <laughs> that was like, you know eight years in the making and it was funny because every time there was a iCast or a classic like i don't know are they going to see what happens if they bump into each other like, yeah should we shouldn't we and it was always this like unspoken <laughs> thing it's like carl like just avoid him like, yeah. the other <laughs> and they're like <laughs> 
and it was you know on your it was on your podcast i believe right yes. That's yeah yeah you were talking to Carl, and Kevin came in the background, and they hugged it. Like, it was just perfect. The whole thing was like a perfect moment. Oh, it was so oh, good. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Dude, that's funny you oh. said that, because I can now close my eyes and imagine your Carl like nervous to meet KVD he so and he's nervous. got his he's got his hands under his armpits and he's he's rocking back sweating. and forth sweating yeah. you know oh, man I could just visualize so that his face like it like he wasn't sure what yeah. was gonna happen right. like the nervousness just screamed out of but him but I thought Kevin oh. accepted him really no, no, well no, it was, it was great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. perfect but yeah. his nervousness made everyone nervous <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so good and you, you know the funny thing is like a lot of people now i don't think realize that carl von dibble kvd was like sort of started as a spoof on kevin van Dam. like back in the day it was you know we called him other kvd and it was like very front center and now he's kind of carl and so a lot of the newer people who sort of come on board to mr Tacklebox and carl's in the past couple of years they don't necessarily get the joke and so yeah. it's sort of <laughs> like the fact that that was just sitting there in the background like it was just amazing Wow. I mean, what a great like that. That's funny, though, because Kevin's the most straight laced guy in the entire (laughs) sport, you know, so to have him as that sort of inside joke was perfect. Perfect choice. It's so great. Uh, He was great. Kevin was awesome. Kevin was awesome. Yeah, Yeah, he loved it. He loved it. He He loved it. Um, uh, Ross, I want to talk about what's uh, what what is like we've got a good handle on knowing that we need to grow the sport. Um, you guys are doing a great job. We try to do it. People are watching and listening right now, and they're saying, I want to get new people involved. I want to try to help get a kids fishing, kids outdoors. Give them advice. Do you have advice on, on how to start new people fishing? Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple of ways that are top of mind for us. You know, one, obviously, if you, <coughs> excuse me, if you have kids or you have friends who have kids, like just, encourage them to take them out Get you know i have a bunch of friends who have kids who are you know anywhere from four to 10 or 11 years old and they're always asking me questions about fishing and they're the, you know the mom or dad wants to take out the kid but they don't know how yeah and i'm just like dude I'll, I'll i'll take you guys out let's go together like let's go figure this out like you sort of have to step in and be a little bit more proactive and just you know try to facilitate that because a lot of people like you don't realize how many people in your social circle who don't fish their kids are probably interested in fishing or at least half of them are probably interested in fishing and they just need that little nudge or someone to invite them out and show them along so that's a big one you know posting when you're fishing on social media with your kids like when i do that that's when all my friends reach out like oh that looks so fun i want to take can you know can my kids come next time um so that's one way to do it. I mean, there's a lot of ways to donate to different foundations, you know, that uh, help kids fish. You obviously have a great foundation. There's a lot of other foundations out there. So if you have tackle you're not using, if you have leftover stuff, don't throw it out. Find somewhere to donate to. Yeah. Um, those are some of the bigger ones that I'm, I'm really thinking about a lot. Yeah. And I, I got to tell you, and I'm saying this as a true believer, this is a great way right here to get kids involved. And I'm telling you, I've seen it. Uh, from so many people, so many people approach me, and our son Vegas loves this box. Oh yeah! And he gets other boxes, right? He he has like a building box, like a yeah. science box. Yeah. And getting this once a month, like having it put in front of you, makes you want to engage in the sport. So if you're mm-hmm. watching and listening, and you've got kids you want to get involved in the sport, you've got new people you want to show the sport to. Try the MTB box. It's it's definitely something that'll get you involved in the sport. Uh, Ross, before we let you go, what's what's next? Is there anything next? Is there anything new? You're, I know you, I, I know your mind is spinning every minute of every day. Uh, what what's next? What do you got next? Yeah, so um, a couple things we're working on. One, we just actually acquired a company called Postfly, a fly fishing company fly fishing subscription box that I've known the founder for a couple of years. So we just closed on that deal um, three or four weeks ago. And so new category for us, fly fishing is yeah. never something we've done before. I think there's a big opportunity. I think there's a lot more crossover than people may realize in terms of people who conventional fish and fly fish who have an interest in fly fishing. So I think we're going to be looking at fly fishing um, a little bit more closely um, and then just getting new people into fishing. We're working on a co- couple cool things um, we showed something at iCast this year. It's a brand called Cast and Seek, but it's really meant for that first, first time angler for people who literally 
have never fished before. And it's a kit that we're working on that's really content focused. And it's not one of those kits that has 500 pieces and like super intimidating and everything's melted by the time you get home. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to just be, you know, bare bones, simple, but then really in depth on content and video. So just continue to think about getting more white people into fishing. That's awesome. Well, I have a request on the fly fishing box. I'd like to get a subscription. And as long as there's a muddler minnow and a zug bug in my <laughs> box, I'd like to subscribe. Zug bug. Zug bug. You remember that zug bug, Bri? You remember that? No. The zug bug was that was that John that we would fish up on uh, Ken Lockwood Gorge. It was that I can't. It, it like had like a fluorescent green quality to it. It was it was a nymph. It was a sinking. It was a sinker. But a zug bug. You used to fish like size 12. You don't remember the shit? Nope. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> you you trying to pretend that we fly fished? Yeah, we fly with Zugbug. No, we didn't. Ken Lockwood Gorge was fly we fishing only. We had spinning only. rods and night crawlers. Well, occasionally we'd put a night crawler on the Zugbug, <laughs> even though the, they were always up in the woods with binoculars. But yeah. we would do that occasionally. But no, they would hit the Zugbug there. Okay, yeah, I believe I'm it. telling you. It was yeah. a big deal for bass uh, 20, 30 years ago. To I, st I still have a, a case of flies that were designed for bass. Oh, bass fl flies, like yeah. poppers and yeah, poppers yeah. and, and probably kinds of divers it. and uh, and I used to fly fish. I used to bring a <laughs> you fly did? I used to bring a fly rod and my spinning rod uh, to the, you know, to the pond, you know. Wow, well speaking of fly fishing in the last Toyota series, second place co-angler What? Fly fished. Second place. He, second he almost what? won. <laughs> He almost won Get the co-angler side fly fishing. No. Dude, when I Whoa. saw the photos on MLF. Or, uh, he caught him? Dude. On he, the fly rod. On yeah. the fly rod. Every single bass on the fly rod. Oh. On like a big white white streamer. A big ass white streamer, dude. What? Almost won. I mean by like wow. a pound or less than a pound. Almost won. Oh, How, my yes. God. Something. Yes. Yeah. But can, we got to talk to that guy. Ross, <laughs> Ross, can you I imagine? Know, I, know, I know our first sponsorship. Here we go. I yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's find this guy. But can you imagine being the pro and your co-angler oh, has yeah. a fly fishing vest on and with a, a 10-foot fly rod <laughs> and is dominating yeah, out of the back? Yeah. <laughs> every 10th tenth, every tenth swing of the rod, he hooks your eyelid. Can you imagine yeah. this? Like, Dude, he did. He had the whole costume. He had the vest on. The and vest? The hat with he the had flies. it all. Yeah. He even had that little dumbass net. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yep. <laughs> he had it all. Yeah, when, when Pete wearing his waiters in the back of the boat. <laughs> 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 be like, great. hey, how many more those streamers you got, man. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to wing it out there on a spinning rod. Wow. That's crazy. They're in the live wild. Second place. Yeah. Wild. They're worried about outlawing the Alabama rig, yet here's the guy with a 12-foot fly rod smoking them. <laughs> the back. Come on, guys. Get your priorities straight out here. <laughs> That's awesome. That is phenomenal. Oh, man. Crazy. Uh, before you before you sign out, yeah. we did have one really cool uh, comment come through. Oh on well, the we want board. we want to hear it, Riz. What do we got? We got Mike Shanker's Go alter ego. Yeah. Oh, okay. Says he'll donate a hundred dollars to the Ike Foundation if Ross chugs a beer right now. Oh <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> I got to go downstairs and get a beer. I got a seltzer right here. Seltzer! <laughs> Chug the seltzer! Chug the seltzer! Yeah! That'll work. <laughs> there it goes. Well, All right. Oh, All right, Mike, Shank awesome. Mike Shanker's alter ego. We want that hundred over at Dyke Foundation. Right, it, was, it was only a third of the way full, so if you donate $33, we'll, <laughs> we'll take that, too. Uh, <laughs> Ross, it was so good having you on the show again. Um, can't thank you enough for supporting this podcast and for being such a great company in the fishing industry, getting so many people involved in the sport. Man, uh, we, we owe you a lot for that, so we really appreciate it. It's been awesome. I appreciate the opportunity. It was a really good time, guys, and hope to do it again sometime soon. Absolutely. There you have it. Ross Thanks, Gordon, Ross. everybody. Yes! Man, that's awesome. I Talk about success, Pete. Wow. That's pretty. That's moving fast. Pretty staggering. That is it's moving, moving fast. fast. And Ross is a young guy. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't corner him, how, ask him how old he is, but he's a young guy. Yeah. Uh, tremendous success and a great product. So yeah. very, very fortunate to be to be working with these guys. And, Brian, I did see the yes. note. Since uh, Ross is, I wanted to say this when he was on the air, but he's off the air. You did were instrumental in creating this relationship. Thank you, Brian. Uh, yeah, Brian <laughs> I thought it was Thanks. neat because it was back in the Twitter days, and I, <laughs> I tweeted at Mystery Tackle Box, and yeah. they got back to me. And next thing I know, I'm, I'm 
on a job site wearing a tool belt in somebody's driveway talking to Ross on the phone about why I think MTB and Ike Live made sense. That's awesome. Yeah. Back when Twitter was a thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twitter not a thing anymore? Uh, well, not for me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Brian's not tweeting. Not no, tweeting. No. Not tweeting. Hey, so I think we should do something tonight. And I Probably. know that um, Rich will cringe, but thank God we got Jake here. So <laughs> we, um, we have all these boxes. He's cringing already. And he gets mad every time I do this. Yeah. But anyone who sends their address in gets a box sent to them. Your address does not get put through for everyone to see. Oh. Just send your address okay. through the board. You get a box. You get a mystery tackle box if yeah. you Rich, send your Rich, address it's through. Copy and paste. I'm ready. Copy and paste. I got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> wow. Mr. <laughs> Becker with a great offer tonight. It's unlimited. Like mystery tackle box? How many? Until we run out. We have, we have we got a whole bunch of them up here. Okay. You know, oh, here that have come through first here. First come, first. You know yeah. they're empty, right? No, they're not all empty. Okay. There's, there's, because I, I put them up there. There's, um, oh, they got stuff empty in them. Empty beer cans. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know what else. Well, here's the thing. You'll never know what you get. Brian is empty. People are sending me half their addresses already. I'm getting like just first names, half an address, no state. So listen. You have to, you have to do this right, guys. I know you're drinking, but you have to put your name and your full address, and yes. the box is yours. Name and full I'll address. I'll make sure. I'll make sure that Kate sends it. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, Becky, let me. For, I, I, you snuck in in the middle of Ross coming on. I, I do want to formally say uh, welcome to the show. It's nice to have you sitting here. Hi, who are you wearing? Uh, who are you wearing tonight? Oh, I'm wearing my Pangea. Pangea. Wearing Pangea sweats tonight. Uh, also, notice that you're drinking out of a goblet. What, what do I you got have? My there? chalice. Chalice <laughs> with dragon, gold dragons on it. it looks pretty fancy. Yeah, I had to get fancy. It's pretty amazing. Okay. Um, let me remind everybody watching too. Rizzo, like and share. If you're over on Facebook, uh, like and share this feed. You're going to be entering a chance to win the world famous Ike Life gift bag, of course. And twenty-two point uh, six pounds. Twenty-two point six pounds. And I think we'll I take a little bit of a break, yeah. Brian. Commercial break. Come right okay. Back. So here's the thing. Let me let me let me uh, get everybody hyped up here. Special mystery guest or guest coming on this second segment. I have no idea, <laughs> but it sounds like these might be pretty good guests. Or it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot yeah. of fun. Okay. Hang in there with us when we come back. Second segment, mystery guest on iCloud. You know, right now where we're standing, we're in Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. Philadelphia is right there. This is the concrete jungle. And, you know, a lot of those kids, as they grow up, they don't fish. It's interesting because they're surrounded by water. You know, the, the Delaware River, the Schuylkill, ponds, city park lakes. But they don't have the influence to, to, to cast, to fish, to have a rod and reel. And that really, that became our focus, you yeah. know, is to target kids in what we call non-traditional areas, yeah. you know, urban areas, city centers, where the population's high. And, and let these kids have the experience, you know, and it, it, it's amazing. I mean, some of the experiences we've had, whether it's Central Park in New York City, here in Camden, other parts of the country, even just casting. Yeah. It's unbelievable to see it, isn't it? Yes. It's unbelievable. Yes. A and, uh, you know, you see these kids have this experience they've never had, and they light up, you know? The big thing, I think, for the Ike Foundation is we're not, we're not saying we want all these kids to become professional anglers. No. It'd be great if some of them did, but we want them to have that fishing experience because it ties them to so, mu so many other positive things. The outdoors, nature, conservation, conservation. Uh, ecology, um, you know, all these amazing things in life that maybe they wouldn't have been exposed to any other way, we're trying to help with that. So it's, it's important, it's important for us. Yeah. We're proud of it. TH Marine has been producing top-of-the-line marine accessories to rig boats from transom to trolling motor for decades. From jack plates to fish care to LEDs, TH Marine has you covered. TH Marine, outfitting your boat from transom to trolling motor. At Founders Brewing, we asked ourselves, 
What if we brewed a beer perfect for any occasion? A beer that makes a weekday feel more like the weekend. And the weekend feel more like an adventure. What if we brewed a beer that brought us together and allowed us to be ourselves? A beer that is just as much of a companion as it is a reward at the end of the journey. What if we explored the unknown together and found a new way? To celebrate taste and flavor and life's simple pleasures. And what if we brewed a beer that could go where you go without slowing you down? Founders All Day IPA, low ABV and full flavor that goes where you go. Perfect for any occasion. We're excited to announce our brand new partnership with an amazing company, Heshi Socks. That's spelt H-E-S-H-I Socks. Go to HeshiSocks.com to check out my brand new Mike Iconelli collection. That's right. I have my own custom socks in tournament colors. I promise you, you will never, I mean never, find a more comfortable sock. The great news, all my socks are under $10 a pair when you use our promo code IKE20. Go to HeshiSocks.com, use the promo code IKE20 to get the most comfortable socks in the world. And action. 